We know Taco Bell's food is great. They've even got a whole new cantina menu with fresh new ingredients. Taco Bell is not just for late night anymore with fresh new ingredients like slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Taco Bell is a great destination for your midday fuel. They have amazing menu items like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadilla. I truly do love Taco Bell. I love a Crunchwrap Supreme. It is one of my favorite things to eat. Ooh, don't wait till it's late. Try the new cantina chicken menu now. Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that Everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now. Now, more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. episode of why won't you date me a podcast where i try to figure out how i'm still single even though i will lick your armpit and let you kiss me right after (laughs) my guest today you know him from his podcast inside the disney vault you also know him from ucb he performs so much He's got a fabulous show, which I'm a part of, called UCB Drag Race, which is so much fun. It's monthly. Go to the UCB website. Look for those dates. You've also seen him in many a TV show and a commercial. Currently, this Snickers commercial that is so funny about (laughs) the pronunciation of almond. (laughs) It honestly makes me Oscar Montoya. That was, if only I were introduced that way, forever and ever. I honestly just started crying thinking about that commercial. And I'm like, there's tears in my eyes. Uh. I think it's really funny. It's surprisingly funny. It, I wasn't it. I mean, when I was shooting it, I was like, this commercial is so weird. Uh-huh. This is something that's going to air once and then never. And then ba- no, truly girl, banned. that's going to pay your rent for a little bit. Ooh, girl, it I, was so, I mean... 
Have you ever gotten that reaction before from it where someone (laughs) remembers it and then immediately starts laughing so hard they start crying? (laughs) No, but I will say I've done a couple of stuff, but Mm -hmm. this is the one that is has gotten the most attention. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've gotten messages from Retta, which I'm like, <laughs> really? Hello, Sterling K. Brown, get what? out of really? here. Straight up. Like, they'll record themselves watching the commercial, and they're like, who is this person? And then people will tag me, and then they'll message me being like, hey, keep up the good work, and I die. Uh, I die. What die, a die, die, treat. Die. This is, like, why I love that the internet is so accessible hey. to people. Because you got instant feedback that people think this commercial is so fucking funny, yes. which it is. It's really funny. It's so but then, <laughs> like, there's the dark side to the internet where people are like, hey, you nasty fat bitch. <laughs> I want to tell you exactly what's on do my you, mind. Do you ever, like, read co- the comments? Yes, I talk oh, about it all the my time. God. I love to you love it. read them. I do. I genuinely <laughs> love to read them because I'm waiting for someone to be like, your soul's bad and here's why. And I'm like, oh, well, that's deeper than the performance. You saw something nobody else saw. Like, I'm waiting for it. Because, like, say I'm fat, say I'm black, yeah. say I'm not funny. All of that is, like, true and also subjective. Mm-hmm. So, like, whatever. And then sometimes I, like, just clarify things for people. So I read all of my Instagram comments. Every yeah. single mm-hmm. one. You know, because there, there's I would too. so many hours in the world. So, like, why not <laughs> spend a couple of them reading comments? But this lady was like... Why do you disrespect yourself and fat shame yourself by using hashtags uh, so fat, so brave? And I was like, I think you're confused. She doesn't get it. She doesn't get it. Yeah, and then she's like, well, I'm not confused. I think you're beautiful. And I'm not gay or anything. And I was like, (laughs) whoa. I was like, Just so y'all know. Yeah, just so you know. You're She's beautiful, but I ain't gay. <laughs> no homo. No homo. I do not want to slop on your chocolate burger. I'm not here for that, but you're beautiful. But that From chocolate burger is very another. nice. I like that chocolate. I would never order it in a restaurant. I would never order a chocolate burger. Uh-uh. No, I only like <laughs> chocolate penis. <laughs> but uh, I like. I said back to her, I said, what? Uh, what is oh, you being had a, gay? Have you to had do? a conversation. Yes, because I <gasps> said to her in the first time, the, the first when she was like, you're fat shaming yourself. I said, I think you're confused. Yeah. Then she said that she wasn't gay. She was paying me a compliment. <laughs> One queen to another. You're beautiful. So then I said, what does being gay have to do with anything? Nothing. One, two, I am fat and I'm beautiful. The two are not mutually exclusive. Mm-hmm. You can be both of these items. Mm-hmm. Uh, also like, why not say I'm fat? Like, <laughs> thin people don't go, I am not no. thin. <laughs> no. How dare you say I am skinny? Toned? You think I'm fucking toned? So, like... Hashtag so skinny. <laughs> hashtag so, so toned. <laughs> so toned, so brave. So brave. <laughs> bless I just, you, bless you. I, like, you can say anything about someone's body except Fat. fat, yeah. Why is that such a... Because fat is a bad word, yeah. and it shouldn't be. Mm-mm. Every single person on this earth, down to the skinniest little bag of bones, mm-hmm. has fat on them. Yeah, You have at least 1% of fat on you. Mm-hmm. Everyone has fat. Some people have more fat than other people. <laughs> and I just... I. Honestly, like a you little fatty, I I think it's <laughs> I that's I it to me it's I don't know, but it is I, all about co- like just taking the words that were used to make fun of you mm-hmm. in a positive way. Yes, is empowering and and yes. hey, listen, so many people have called me that. Like, why can't I call myself that? 
Yes. Yeah. Why can't if I just claim that fat, word back? Then I go, oh, okay. So that's what you see. Yeah. All right. So I guess I'm a fat person. Yeah. And it's like I could change it, but I don't. Maybe now I don't want to. But then, so I read this article. Where they were like, did you watch Michelle Wolf's first uh, episode of her show? Yes. So she like goes in on Mario Batali right. for being like a fat little piece of shit mm-hmm. who, you know, out there were touching. <laughs> He's like, I want to touch donuts and people. <laughs> and uh, I read this article. This woman's reaction was like, she fat shame Mario Batali. I know he's bad, but like maybe we don't, you know, criticize his Are appearance. Are you kidding? And me? you know he is fat, but like that's not why he's bad. Mm-hmm. And I read that and was like, what a pe- what? What's why going on? Why are you on? mad that What's she's going on? That she's like going in on this man who's bad. Who's a bad he's guy? He's a bad he's man. A villain. He's bad. Yeah. And she's calling him fat. Okay. I don't think she's saying the fat made him bad. <laughs> I think maybe she's just saying he a fat man. Those who did fat some little bad. hands are the are them, the bad guys. Them fat little hands that them he can't separate because they're so fat. He's just mittening ladies. <laughs> That's Mitten funny. the ladies. That's funny. That's not <laughs> fat shaming. Some people's fingers are so fat it looks like mittens. <laughs> not shaming. It's just the truth. But I was like, what's the difference between calling Mario Batali, you know, fat or calling fucking, who's that Keebler elf in, uh, in who's who's him? Uh, who's the Keebler elf that Trump nominated? He, he talks like this. He's that little Keebler elf. Do you know who I'm talking about? He's a, uh, that racist little Keebler elf. What is his name? Do you know who I'm talking about? Marissa, do you know who I'm talking about? Who's, what's his name? Uh, yes, Jeff Sessions. Jeff Sessions. Looks like a Keebler elf. What am I, elf shaming at this point? He looks like a little Skeletor elf. He looks like Yoda. Like, am I now Star Wars shaming? Get ready, girl. Get ready for them hate, hate mail yes, coming at you. I can't wait. I dare you to say I'm fat shaming. I dare you. And that lady made a comment on me wearing a bikini. And I was like, fat oh my shaming God. myself as I roll around half naked? Where's the shame? If yeah. anything, I'm fat exhibitionisting yeah. myself. <laughs> I don't. I just made up a fucking word. <laughs> Fat exhibitioning. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I totally feel that. I mean, it's so funny because I uh, read the comments for the Snickers commercial that uh-huh. I was in, and they were mostly pretty. Fu- but a lot of it is so weird because I am like ethnically ambiguous. People yes. are really on the quest to finding what my ethnicity <laughs> is, and like always comparing me to like. Oh, that's like a, a light-skinned childish Gambino or like oh. the weird, I mean, I get, oh, th- that looks like Jimmy Fallon, which I'm like, what? in what reality do I ever look like Jimmy Fallon? <laughs> or uh, the one that really gets me is like, oh, that's a guy of How I Met Your Mother. What? Josh Radner? Josh what? Radner? My favorite comment of all time is someone said, tell me that doesn't look like Josh Radner and childish Gambino in a fat suit. <laughs> see that at all at all and i don't understand why people need to have a point of reference to see something why can't exactly. you see something new yeah and go oh this is a person i don't know who he looks like because he looks hey different I it, than anybody yeah. i've ever seen exactly no i don't understand why you have to look like somebody mm-hmm. um may i ask what is your ethnicity i'm afro-colombian so ah. my dad is black mm-hmm. he's from the bronx and my mom is from colombia i was born in colombia So my dad was a welder Mm -hmm. and he welded ships and went to Columbia for work. 
Yes. And my mom, uh-huh. she would do this thing where she would hang out by the docks uh-huh. to to fuck catch men. herself a well done. <laughs> so she saw my mom, and you know, like in Colombia, black men are rare. Mm-hmm. So she saw my dad and was like, "Okay, wh- what's this?" Mm-hmm. And she went up to him. They fucked. <laughs> she wrapped her pussy lips around my dad's dick and was like. Yeah. You're mine now. She sucked the soul out here. Yeah, yeah. Had my older sister, had me. Then we came to the States after that. I love it. Are they still together? They are still together. Oh, that's yeah. very, very cute. Mm-hmm. I very much like that story. How did your How did your parents meet? My understanding is, <laughs> well, I haven't talked. My parents are dead. I don't know if mm. you know that, but they are D-A-D-D. Mm. I did not know that. Wow. Yeah, they dead. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for laughing. Sometimes I'll like go in on it and people just go, oh, oh I'm sorry. And I'm like, if I'm smiling and saying they're dead, <laughs> yeah. you can smile too, whatever. I had a good time with them. <laughs> I got a good time without them. <laughs> so my <laughs> my mother worked at the University of Chicago mm-hmm. and was working her way through school. And my dad was in school, not working because, I don't know, scholarships? Who knows? <laughs> and... um. I believe they met because my dad, my mother was helping my dad with English because he was a math man, a math and science guy. He was an engineer. He wrote or he helped uh, write programs on how you build on your cell phone usage. Oh, what? Yeah, my dad like wrote code and okay was a very smart man. And I didn't know any of this until he died. What? So I knew my dad was an engineer who worked. Did he at just AT&T. not tell you? I was not interested in anything uh-huh. he needed to mm-hmm, say to me. Mm-hmm, 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 he would mm-hmm. open his mouth and I would say, you're dumb and you don't understand <laughs> life. You don't understand me mm-hmm. and I don't need to talk to you. Mm-hmm. So like we really butted heads and didn't get along. Mm-hmm. I just knew he was an engineer. Didn't know what kind. And mm-hmm. then when he died, we were cleaning out his office and like he had this whiteboard with like hieroglyphics on it. And I looked at his uh, his like work friend, Steve, and I said, Steve, what is that? And he's like, oh, it's code. And I was like, what does that mean? He's like, oh, your dad wrote codes? And I said, huh. <laughs> and he's like, I guess he did. He was like, your dad has patents? And I was like, huh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, so he was like actually important? <laughs> like, as we're standing in like, his office was almost as big as this. It was a huge like corner office. Wow. And I was like, huh. So I guess like my dad did like pretty well here yeah. at AT&T. <laughs> okay. And then like. The money AT&T gave me and my sister was very much indicative of, like, he was important to their company. Shut up. Yeah, it was wild to figure that out after he died. Um, it was weird because growing up, I truly was like, this man's a fool. Yeah. He's, I, and I don't suffer fools. Were your parents uh, they were toge- separated? No, they were they together. They were together. My mom died when I was 16. Uh-huh. Um, she was... Honestly, I think if she had lived uh, through Bonnie. me and my sister. Hmm? We're talking about Bonnie, yeah? Yeah, Bonnie mm-hmm. Byer. <laughs> had she lived, um, well, like, you know, to today, I'm sure she would be a teacher or something. Mm-hmm. Because she loved teaching. She loved kids. Mm-hmm. She loved trying to just, like, get a kid to act a little bit better. Aww. So, like, whenever people saw my mother, they would, like, kind of shape up and be like, Miss mm. Byer's going to yell at me. She's a disciplinarian. And, yes. And okay. she, when she was disappointed in you, you, like, felt it. And you were like, oh, man, Oof. I did bad. Yeah. I oh. let Bonnie down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, at her funeral, uh, so many of my friends and then people I wasn't friends with who my mom was like she was also like a lunch lady like she was always around oh. she was a woman who 
just like was meant to be a mother and wanted to be a mom. Yeah. And she was very involved in me and my sister's school. Like people still to this day will be like, ah, oh, man, I remember when Ms. Byer would be like, I don't know. Can you? <laughs> Can I go to the bathroom, Ms. Byer? Well, I don't know. Can you? And they'd be like, uh... Stuck with them forever and ever, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, very, very sweet. And they, like, really, really loved each other. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm ever going to find out. Yeah, uh, yeah. Back to the topic at hand. Are you single? Girl, yes! (laughs) I've been single. Ugh. God. It's tough. When was your last long-term... My shirt has just been like, up. <laughs> it's because I have my dog's First of all, I love your shirt. tucked into my leggings. Your dog's been a bad boy, yeah? He's been awful. <laughs> He's just... Well, one of the two. You have two dogs. I have two dogs. People are going to listen to these three episodes in a row and be like, she definitely recorded these back to back. (laughs) And I'll tell you something. I did. I sure did. It's called I'm a Busy Bitch. (laughs) You got to bank some episodes. Oh, <laughs> I've lost my mind. Oh my god! Um, so you're single. I am single. I've been single for the duration of my. I mean, I've been living in LA for three years, mm-hmm. and I've been single for four years. Okay. Um, I haven't been on a single date in four years. Mm-hmm. May I ask you be fucking? You can you can say I don't Abs- want to answer. No, absolutely not. Have not been fucked. You haven't fucked in four years. No, yeah, it's oh. a, it's a, embarrassing. <laughs> no, but it's no cut that well, shit out. Well, it for, is not embarrassing. It's not because I'm not trying. Because yes, I'm trying, but <laughs> it's not work. I don't know. I don't know how you. How, I don't. How is it because you're you've lived in New York. Yes, you've lived in L.A. Yes. What is the difference between? LA, New York, in that world. I'll tell you, Mm -hmm. in New York, you can go to any fucking bar. Any bar, New York, Queens, Bronx, Brooklyn, Manhattan, and you can- Staten Island. Staten Island, even Staten Island or Long Island. (laughs) You can go to a bar and make five brand new best friends that you hang out with for the rest of the night, and you'll fuck one of them. Yeah. And in LA, you're lucky to make a friend at a bar. Why is that? I feel like LA is a really clicky place. Mm. It's like living in the suburbs, but it's a city. Yes, that was my first impression of L.A. Yeah, it's like widespread Mm -hmm. suburban city. And everyone is also in the industry. Yeah, It's a driving town. Nobody stays out very late. Everyone's like, well, I mean, I could have another drink, but I have Soul (laughs) Cycle and a kale appointment. And you're like, what's a kale appointment? I'm going to open my refrigerator and stare at some kale. And you're like, okay, great. I don't know. You do you. you I'm yeah, gonna. I just, okay. <laughs> I feel like the people in this town are not fun. And the people who say they're fun are like, well, I'm going downtown to a warehouse loft party yeah. where we're all going to wear crowns on our heads and take LSD. <laughs> and I'm like, this is like too far in the yes, other exactly. direction. Here's the thing. Once upon a time, I was all about that. Yeah. I'm at an age right now where truly I cannot keep up. There's a couple. There's a lot of dive bars in <laughs> Los Angeles. I think what I'm going to start doing is like maybe on Friday nights that like I'm not busy. Just going to one of them and like hanging out and see yeah. if I meet some new friends and because is your ideal scenario meeting a friend that then evolves into a relationship or like uh, what how do you uh, just paint me a picture of the best possible scenario I here's the thing 
I used to be like, I would love to date a friend. We already mm-hmm. know each other, blippity blop. But lately, I've been putting friends in a pocket mm. where I go, oh, you're like a brother now. Yeah. And I can't even think of you sexually. Mm. And then for you to come out of that pocket and be like, I'm going to eat your pocket. I'm going <laughs> to eat that burger. <laughs> Give me that chocolate <laughs> burger. Chocolate burger. One chocolate burger, please. <laughs> I feel like that's a little, a little weird for me. Yeah. And then, I don't know, I keep also meeting married men that I'm like, Are you serious? I think I like you. And then it's like, oh, you're married, so like I have to put you in that pocket. Mm -hmm. You can't try to do anything. Nope. Uh, Yeah, it's a... And then apps, I don't... I don't know. What apps are you on? All of them. Mm -hmm. Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, Raya, Coffee Meets Bagel, Okay, Cupid. Wait, hold up. What's Hinge? Hinge is like they take your Facebook friends and uh, match you with other people that your friends you have like connections. Interesting. With. I don't fucking know. Yeah. And then there's questions, and you have to like send a like. You have to be like, I like your this question's a cool question. What? Yeah. I'll tell. Why shit. is it this hard to meet someone? I don't know. Why are we resorting to fucking apps to meet people? I don't know, but like. Some people have met on OKCupid like 10 years ago. Oh. And they're like still together or like J. There's people that meet on fucking Grindr on like, like fuckmenow.com. It- and I'm just like, did I miss the boat on I know, apps? girl, I feel the same way. To, is this like, is it on to the, what is yeah. the next? What's, yeah. Fucking virtual reality? Like, <laughs> her, her, her. Like I'm gonna get in my fucking my phone. my avatar. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know. So Hinge, oh, it signed me right out. Haven't been in in a while. Uh-oh. So, oh, someone likes me. Okay. Oh, this kid, okay. I have matched with this man on Hinge <laughs> and on Tinder. Uh-huh. And he, so I asked him to send me like a, oh no, he FaceTimed me. So I was at dinner with Sashir. He FaceTimed me and I was like, no. Uh, no, don't ever and do then, that. And then because we were texting and then his number popped up and then Sashir was like, answer. Uh, and I said, no, I think he's wild. <laughs> so then we answered. He's wasted with a friend. He oh looks older than his God. pictures. And uh, we just had this like weird conversation. I was like, I'm at a, a restaurant in Los Angeles. <laughs> I almost said the restaurant Whoa! and the city. So then uh, I like hang up and so she was like, I like him. And I was like, I think he's wild. And then we like keep texting and it's like getting weirder and weirder and weirder. So then I like blocked his number because I was like, I don't Weirder know. in what way? Uh, Just like, I don't know. Like he would, I would be like, I never really started the conversations. I'm trying to think of one. But uh, he would be like, hey, how are you? And I'd be like, oh, good. And he's like, great, I'm good too. Do you like potato? Okay. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like just a singular fucking potato? (laughs) Like a baked potato? Yeah, the concept of potatoes? Yeah, like sure, the the thought of potatoes, (laughs) fun for me. What are we doing with this potato? And I was like, I don't have time to figure out your like weird shit. All these shenanigans, yeah. So he just liked me again, and (gasps) I'm not here for it. So Hinge... So you have pictures. So I have six pictures up, and then you picked you pick questions and then you answer them. So my questions are: weirdest gift I have given or received? I said an Easter dinner via the mail, which is <laughs> my aunt sent me a Easter dinner 
Non-refrigerated. What is an Easter with little dry dinner? ice? What the fuck is non-priority <laughs> that oh, I no. left at the post office it's for a couple that days? It's a thought that so you better believe there was a full cooked ham. <laughs> you better believe there was a box of cornbread that she didn't feel like cooking. You better believe there was a Ziploc bag filled with macaroni and cheese. You better believe there was. Was she like, oh, Nicole loves my Easter dinner? I'm going to just give. Well, I was living in New York at the time and I didn't have money to go back to go to Chicago for Easter. Okay. I didn't have money to go to Chicago for Christmas. I was just like really, really poor. And I think my aunt was just like, I'm going to do something nice for Nicole. You also better believe there was a package of raw bacon. Oh, girl. <laughs> and I don't know what her thought process was no. when she Avengered assembled this together. <laughs> I'm calling out all the foods. Bacon, and cornbread. Truly. So then it sat at the post office for like two days. Cause, so it was not priority. So I, I don't four it days. It took its time. Four days to get from mm-hmm. Michigan to New Jersey or mm-hmm. to New York. And then it sat on a truck, sat at the post office. <laughs> Sunday was a holiday. Monday I was busy, Tuesday I was busy, Wednesday, oh shit, let me go get that package. <laughs> go to the post office at 125th, uh-uh. give them that pink slip. The lady behind they the counter look had like the longest bitch. nails, <laughs> the fingerest finger waves, <laughs> one gold tooth, looked at my slip and went, oh, oh, ah, oh, she's here, Beverly, <laughs> she's here. And I said, Oh, uh oh! What is what her were you, and Beverly? What, were you expecting? what they've been talking yeah. about? You. So then Beverly comes out. Uh-huh. Beverly has a very fake ponytail. Her edges <laughs> weren't matching the ponytail. <laughs> Beverly went yes, yes. They were and then the... they clapped for a while. Like it was <laughs> the most insane thing to the point where my roommate goes, "What is happening?" Yeah. And I was like, "Bro, I don't know." So they give me this box that is dripping. Mm-mm. Stinking no. and dripping. No, 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 no. I take it over to a counter. Everybody oh. comes from behind <laughs> the the glass. It's a production at this yes. point. Yes, there are people online who are now every yeah. the oh. whole post office is looking at me. And because have you ever seen the end of Seven? <laughs> I'm sure everybody thought I won't ruin it for people. I'm a, sure yeah. people thought the end of Seven was happening. You know what's in the box? Yeah. What's in the box? <laughs> What's in the box? <laughs> so then I start pulling out all this food, and everyone goes, "Oh my god, it's just food!" <laughs> what? And Beverly's like, "Why was food <laughs> sent to you? Like, who did this to you?" And I did you talk to your aunt after? No. Well, she she messaged me, and she goes, oh, "Did you get god. what I sent you?" Oh no! And I said, "I got it. Thank you so much. You never have to do that again. That was too much food." <laughs> she goes, "Did you eat it all?" I said. Yes, I ate every last bite. What a dream, what a treat. Thank you so much. So that's the weirdest thing I ever got. And then oh my God. another question, because we're talking about Hinge, is <laughs> I'm actually legitimately bad at, I said, real job stuff. What's Excel? Yeah, hell yeah. And then it says, I'm looking for, I said, a huge dick. JK, I'm searching for real love. <laughs> and that's the question people like to bring up the most. So they like those questions the best. Uh, Men love, ooh, wait, we gotta take a break. (laughs) 
Newly is a subscription clothing rental service that's all about helping you have fun and get creative with your style. Shift gears in your wardrobe without a complete and expensive overhaul. Dressy stuff, trendy going out clothes, casual tops and premium jeans, sweaters, outerwear, vacation fits, you name it. For just $98 a month, you get a choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing, fast, free shipping and returns, and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility, plus the option to buy what you love. I like Newly a lot because... Sometimes I don't want to like own a sparkly thing because I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to wear it more than once. Also, I have a ton of sparkly things and Newly is very good at like having a sparkly thing that I'll wear once and then I can send it right back. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DATEME20. Just go to Newly.com, N-U-U. L-Y.com that's newly with two U's and enter the code DATEME20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com newly with two U's with code DATEME20 newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now, like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and Hey Meave. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talk to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I got to say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash DateMe today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash DateMe. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's 
tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better, and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better, so you can like order food, ask for directions, and flirt with the locals. Me encanta, muchacho! <laughs> Without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. Now we're back. Oh my gosh, that was so long. <laughs> it was so uh, Why long. are you making me wait? I'm huh? sorry that like we had to take that break. <laughs> I had a, oh no, I got a tweeze right here. What? I didn't take my my ADHD medication. My brain is everywhere. Uh, I have like a little like fucking hair. a scraggly, a little scraggle. Yeah. Oh my god, scraggle. Ooh, and she's tough. You human girl, it's Ooh, okay. She's coarse. Hey, got she's here to stay. Little hair coming out my face. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, hinge is awful. They're all really bad. Yes. Are you on Grinder? I'm not on Grinder. That's probably the one thing I will not do. Okay. Um, I am on Tinder. Yeah. I'm on Scruff. Yeah. Which is a very popular one in this podcast. Um, and it's a, I mean, here's the thing, like, not to say that, I mean, I'm not like, oh, what was me? I'm so unattractive. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I like match with people. Yes. The problem is because LA is such a flaky ass town. And racist. No, and, uh, oh, I mean, we gonna go there? I mean, Are we gonna I, go there or we what? We can. I I just talked about it, but it's a very racist, racist. place. Unbelievably. Uh, like shockingly racist yes. and weirdly conservative. And I was like, why why is LA that way? And I think maybe it's because there's so many people who move from their tiny conservative yes. towns to LA to quote unquote make it. Yeah. That they still carry those ideals with them. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's shocking to me how many people in our community mm-hmm. That I'm like, oh, you're cool, and then all of a sudden they'll say something that I'm that's like record scratch. That yeah. I'm like, wait, hold up, oh, you are a secret agent, yes, for the conservative right. I'm constantly saying because we work in comedy, uh-huh. we're around a lot of comedians, and a lot of our little white comedian friends will go, Oof. oh, they went to or they went diverse on that part, and I'm like, well, no, they did not go diverse on the secondary characters. Mm-hmm. When you don't have to, like inclusion up top, if yeah. one of the main characters isn't black, guess where it trickles down? Mm-hmm. To the job you could have, should have, would have had. So you yeah. should want inclusion because then you can have a job. Yeah. You know? And then when, oh, when people during staffing season are like, well, they're only looking for women and like people of color right now. It's like, oh, well, that's because there's eight white people in that room. Yeah. So that's why they don't want you. It's just but so guess flippant. what? If there was eight black, brown Mm -hmm. female people in that room then they could hire you yeah then there'd be no fucking problem hiring you and so we got ted who can't write (laughs) fucking ted ted's an ep god damn useless ted's using up all the fucking money yeah Ugh. i mean it's It's so gross i also hate when i like book jobs and people's like oh my gosh good job on that job isn't it so cool that right now diversity's in and it's like excuse me 
Well, yes. no, no, I earned this job. Yes, and it was like, I got it because they thought I was funny. funny and that's it, you know? Also, I worked my fucking ass <laughs> yes. off in this business. And people love to discredit you by just saying, oh, you know, it yeah. must be diver- uh, like diversity or whatever. Yep. And the more I think about it, the more I'm like, even in like social media, like, truly, if you listen to these three in a row, I've mentioned <laughs> it's it. It's the same story. <laughs> well, like... Just like reality shows, like RuPaul's Drag Race, like yeah. the Black Queens, yes, the Puerto Rican Queens, they That's all right. have less followers online. Well, it's like a they they become categorized, yes, and and honestly, that bleeds into dating. You know, no it matter it does, it doesn't. You might be the wokest ass person in the world, yes. but you are still categorizing us. We are not like the no, mainstream. We can't just do anything. Exactly. We have to represent all black people. Exactly. We're all Puerto Rican people, whatever. Yep. Where you have white people can do anything, anything mm-hmm. they want. Like, okay, I don't agree with Kanye West on <laughs> most of what he says. Yeah. But you can't be like, he's bad for black people because is Mel Gibson bad for white people? White people, yeah. No. He's Mel Gibson gets to scream the N-word and be belligerent yeah. and abusive to his ex-wife. And he gets to go away for five years because that's the length of time he took off. Yeah. And he gets to come back and be in a movie literally called Daddy's Home. Yeah. I mean, Charlie Sheen. Charlie I mean, Sheen I mean, it's... is a raving lunatic. Yeah who is abusive and drunk mm-hmm. and not good. And I've heard so many stories about him. We've all heard stories about him. Yeah. He didn't even go away. No, he, he was still there. He left two and a half men and then signed a anger fucking management. deal for anger management for 100 episodes. This is cr- lunacy. A hundred up. Ep- he gets rewarded for his behavior lunacy. with a hundred episodes. Like Mark mm-hmm. Wahlberg attempted to murder a man. Yep. And he gets to be in all of the movies. Mm-hmm. Woody Allen... I mean, it's he said, it's she weird. said at it's, this point, yeah. but like it's an allegation that won't go away. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, if it won't go away, there has to be a legitimacy to it. Yeah. And then people like in the beginning, Bill Cosby, people are like, oh, that's just they're trying to take down a black man. I'm like, what? Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. I mean, he's doing bad things, too. He deserves to go down as well. All the men who are bad deserve to go down. I, the whole... It's insane. I mean... And for us, like, what I'm sick of is people being, like, looking at us and being like, so-and-so is a success story or it's a disappointment. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, well, okay, that's fine, but, like, why can't we just be a story? Like, God forbid Tiffany makes a mistake. Tiffany Haddish. God forbid For a second there, I thought you were referring to Tiffany Pollard, a.k.a. New York. Mm. (laughs) And I was like, she don't make mistakes. She don't make any mistakes. She don't make mistakes. Tiffany Pollard is very funny. I want her back ASAP. Her Instagram is so funny. I think she does a podcast. Uh, I need to see her. very funny. We miss you. Tiffany Haddish is being built. I think she's very funny. I think she is very funny. I think she's very sweet. We've... uh, you know, hung out and been around each other a couple mm-hmm. times. I won't say we're best friends because we're not. But I'm like worried. I'm like, oh God. But that's what crazy. if she does something if she slips a little just bit. one time yep. and then it all comes crumbling from under her. And guess who doesn't get a second chance? Black women. Yeah. People of color. Yeah. You make one fucking mistake and like you go and away. You have to be the one. You, you know do what I mean? like how many movies does Gabrielle Union have to do before she can be a star? Oh my gosh! Like you know what I'm saying? Like Gabrielle Union had no promotion for her last movie. No, not at all. 
Amy Schumer had all the product or promotion for her movie, and I think they did the same. I think they opened. I might be wrong. Internet, please tell me. If it I'm might wrong. be around at the same time, but though. I think they opened the same weekend, yeah. and I think they made the same amount of money. Yeah, but no one talks about that movie. But yeah, no all. one's talking about either one of the movies yeah. really <laughs> now. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But I'm like, if they're opening at the same thing. Well, why is one getting more money than the other yeah. one if they can both open at the same yeah. box office thing? Mm-hmm. Like Taraji P. Henson should be in everything. Uh, Proud Mary got no promotion. No, not at all. And I was People like, didn't even know Proud Mary no. came out. And it's just, it, it sucks yeah. and it's a bummer. And I don't like, Crazy Rich Asians is a movie that I feel like if it doesn't do well, I know they're like, they're see, we tried. Like, we tried, we and, tried, and you know, nobody wants to see we you know, Asian people, you know, run yeah. around. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, well, also, why do we have to name the movie Crazy Rich Asians? Uh, maybe I think it I might mean, be based, based on a, a book. book. Yeah. But then it's also you got fresh off the boat. I'm like, hey, can't it just be family people? No. <laughs> just I like, know. hey, we're family. Yeah. <laughs> it's a family show. We're family. Family. <laughs> Blackish. Just uh, people living. Yeah. Just people living. <laughs> Just us. Oh my gosh. There's that show, The Neighborhood, that's coming out. Girl. Whoa. I. I what is this? Show? Where? What? What alternate reality are we living in right now? I didn't read the script, but my understanding is it's a, a comedy about gentrification. It's, yeah, a comedy used very loosely. I mean, uh-huh. ugh. I haven't read it, so I can't really make any comments on it mm. other than I know that it's I, it's about gentrification and my whole thing is like I don't know if gentrification's funny no it's You've, not like gentrification is I won't say ruined New York but it's ruined New York hell yeah it's like when my neighborhood I lived in Harlem got that Whole Foods I was like fuck yeah oh yeah we're done. We got well, a Starbucks and a Whole Foods and I was like we're done. It's becoming unlivable in New York and honestly yeah. it's creeping into Los Angeles too. Oh, yeah. We're like, oh, we can't live here. Yeah. Like, I, my apartment was cheap. It was $1,800 uh-huh. for a two bedroom, which Damn. was like, what the fuck? Well, how? So, <laughs> my friend Marcy lived there before me. Uh-huh. And then I think Marcy had a friend who lived there before her. So, we just kept moving in uh-huh. and not allowing her to remodel it. So, yeah. like, it was a little janky. <laughs> A little crusty. <laughs> like I had it clean once and clean lady said, you've never cleaned this before? <laughs> she's like, I quit. You've never cleaned this before. <laughs> and I was like, no, I haven't. She's like, nope. Uh, I show you here. You never clean this. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's crusty. So that's how we, like I got so cheap. Yeah. But like buying a house, I was truly like, oh, so I'm gonna have to spend a million dollars for a fixer fucking up. Oh yeah, for trash. Yeah. yeah. Anything I saw that was under a million dollars was trash. Mm-hmm. And that's an insane sentence. Mm-hmm. And I. <sighs> Any other place, a million dollar house you would is a million dollar house. A million dollar house anywhere outside of New York and LA, you get an, uh, 10 acres of land yeah. and a fucking mansion. Yep. And a manservant. Yes. And someone to eat your little chocolate hamburger. <laughs> I, it's insane. It's really, it's. Knock, knock, knock. I'm your uh, burger eater. (laughs) Come on in. But it's a lot of foreign money coming in. So like I had this one house that I saw and I was like, this is so poorly laid out. Mm -hmm. Nobody will buy this house. I'll buy it. (laughs) I'm okay living in a weird house. 
where the third bedroom you have to go outside to no, access no. and the wall shares the wall with the fucking cold garage <laughs> and that there's no heat ventilation going into that room so whoever sleeps in there will die it's of fucked. being cold. <laughs> Oh, sure. I will live in the, there was a pool house that was so small, but had a full kitchen, so you could only put a chair in it. I was like, this doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Why are people saying? No way this will go for list. And it sold for over list and cash offer. You're kidding. From China. So like someone from China saw the listing, looked at the pictures. I don't think they even saw the house. They're like, and yeah, just we'll paid buy cash it. for it. It's like it's crazy the amount of foreign money that flows through here, Jeez. and then it's also crazy the amount of money that like people will just drop on shit. Mm-hmm. The disparity of wealth in California is crazy. I don't love going downtown. Oh my gosh! Because well, it's so blatant, it's so obvious. You will there. pay five hundred dollars for your dinner yeah. and look out the window and see a man waving at you taking a shit. Yeah, it, like a he's waving at you with his shit. dick and he's shit. Yeah, his yeah. dick is out in his hand. Yeah, and he's taking a nasty running yeah. dump. <laughs> and you're like, well, uh, yeah, oh. uh, I enjoy this pate. Okay, yeah, this is great. Fucking uh, chill. <laughs> <laughs> What kind of rich foods are you eating, huh, Nicole? Uh, not much, obviously. <laughs> uh, truffled fucking uh, foie gras. <laughs> I just had foie gras. Foie gras. Is that how you say it? Foie gras. Foie gras. How you say it? Foie gras. Foie gras. Marissa, how you say foie. it? Do you know? Foie gras. What? Foie gras. Foie quad. Forest gras. The enemy from uh, Shrek, the Shrek movies. Foie quad. Foie, yeah, Lord Farquaad. <laughs> I just had that shit for the first time. It's nasty it's as gross. fuck. Rich people food is Yo, disgusting. I had caviar. Caviar's fucking disgusting. nasty. Escargot. You want Ew, me no. to eat a snail? You want me to eat a sidewalk fucking t- <laughs> delight? No. And it's no. six hundred dollars. Disgusting. No, thank you. Uh, what up? frog legs? Get the fuck, fuck up away. out of here. What's people another? be eating like roaches, crickets. You want me to scoop out bones? Oh. Ugh. No, bitch. Give me my meat off the <laughs> bone. <laughs> Why the fuck we eat like cavemen all of a sudden? Truly waving bones around. Yeah. Like, it's the barrow. <laughs> yeah, Suck it out. No, 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 no. <laughs> Can I have some more bone, please? Disgusting. Back no, to gross. dating. Dating, yes. <laughs> well, I don't even know what we were talking about. Ugh. So wait, what is what is going on in your dating life? Okay. Nothing. <laughs> like, no, I don't believe that. Well, every time I go out of town, I set my Tinder uh-huh. to that location, try to swipe in advance, match with some people, let it simmer for a day or two. When I get there, try to fuck. Every time I've gone out of town mm-hmm. in the last three or four months, I've gotten my period. <gasps> I don't fuck on my period. Yeah. It's a personal preference. It's messy. And I personally don't some, like it. Some dudes love it. Some dudes love it. Some women love it. Some women love it. It yes. is not for me. You. Yes. Uh-uh. <laughs> you don't like, yeah. No, no rare, <sighs> no rare chocolate no. burger. <laughs> no, I don't want a chocolate burger <laughs> with strawberry jam. <laughs> Ooh, all right. I retire from comedy. <laughs> <laughs> No, I just I'm not here for it, and I I'm beginning to think that I'm I need to be single for a little bit because that keeps happening. Do you have better luck out of town than in LA? No, mm. no, mm-hmm. because you go to uh, you go to Sacramento, and everyone is not cute. Yeah, 
And then you go to Naples, Florida, the last few places I've been. Yeah. And then uh, Cuba. Yeah, that, that that's you the fucked up Albany, shit. You Albany, New York, and everybody's old. Yeah. Yeah, it's... <laughs> it's fucked up, because, like, you can't even say, like... Because I used to, like, give that excuse of, like, oh, nobody likes me. Oh, I just want someone to like me. There are people who do like me. Sure. I'm, like, not I'm attracted not to them. here for Exactly. Them. Like, that's not the narrative that I want. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know? I... I know full well that like some of the men also okay here's a thing mm-hmm. i think i'm very pretty yes i think that's the truth i thank you i like my face i like my body i think i'm a very attractive person yes and when someone who's not as attractive as i think i should be with yeah is messaging me or whatever i'm like yeah no thank you well yeah you don't have time for that and i feel like the attractive person that I want to be with, I think is looking for someone more attractive than me. Mm. So I think it's a real, my best friend's wedding situation uh-huh. where uh, uh, Julia Roberts is chasing Dermot R- Maroney. <laughs> well, that's is, not, you <laughs> fucked up that name. Dermot Maroney. <laughs> is that his name? His name is Dermot Maroney. That's not a name, Nicole Byer. That Don't you dare tell me name. that's a name. It is Dermot Maroney. That's not a, it. I, is his name? I call, I call bullshit. And Dermot on that. Maroney is chasing Cameron Diaz, and no one is chasing uh, Julia Roberts. Yeah, that's what I feel like. Wait, best friends wedding. <laughs> best. Yeah, show me the receipts. Come friends. on. Okay. Yeah, his name is Dermot Maroney. What? Yeah, Dermot Mulroney. D E R M O T. Dermot Mulroney. That. The next time a white That's person a says weird ass name. Ty- Tyresha, what kind <laughs> of name is that? I'm gonna say, what kind of fucking name is Dermot, Dermot Maroney? Ugh. Y'all got weird names too. Yes. So don't come with that. And it's so funny when people don't want to just take the time to learn someone's name. No, it's fucking gross. Oh, here's something funny, uh-huh. and you know this too. Um, you had mono uh, a couple of episodes ago, but yes. like people in the community confuse the two of us all. Oh, the time. Mono look, never has glasses on. We, yeah. And you don't look anything we don't look alike. Anything alike. Interesting. But people don't not only with names, but they don't want to know our faces. No. even. It is. You're just unbelievable. two brown people. We're two brown people. We're two brown gay people. And they categorize us <laughs> as such. And they don't bother to get our names. It's right. disgusting. What's well, on stage, though? I said to my dear friend, Mono, what kind of Latino are you? <laughs> And he laughed really hard and went, Nicole, you know I'm Greek. <laughs> and I was like, hm. and I'm like flashing back to the spanakopita we made at a, a bridal shower. Or you like flash a back to all retreat. those moments where Mana was, was like, like girl, uh, I'm Greek. And girl, he's like, I'm, Greek. I'm going to Greece. <laughs> I was like, fuck. And then I was like, girl, you can't. You can't do that. If you want to ask someone, you make sure it's not on stage. <laughs> and then you know his last name is a Gapier. Yeah, that is not a Latin it's name. It's not Latin at all. Yeah, girl. I, but you know what though? I did see him. I was in a. I was at a commercial, uh, a McDonald's commercial mm-hmm. audition, which oh god. Uh, and they are Mono racist. Was, oh hell yeah! Especially their radio spot. Hell yeah! Oh, uh, only brown. You know, according to the media, only brown people eat McDonald's. That's it. Yep. Only yeah. White black people, and brown people are they not allowed love there. Love <laughs> McDonald's. We can't have. Enough of it. Ooh, give me them five. I love that dollar menu. Do you want to know why? Because it's only a dollar. Yeah. And I can use the rest for my crack problem. 
I don't know. But Mono and I were we were it was like a Latin spot, like straight Ugh. up. You must speak Spanish in uh-huh. it. And Mono was it, and I was like, "What the? F- what are you doing here?" He's like, "Girl, the business thinks I'm Latino," and I'm like, "Damn, that's that's problematic." I mean, like, yeah. even Mono being like, "I'm not Latin. I don't look Latin. I don't speak no Spanish." They're like, "Cool, but you're we some don't kind care. of brown. We don't give a shit. Yeah. Come on in." Joel Kim Booster, who's a comedian tweeted something that really stuck with me. Mm-hmm. He was like, uh, adoption doesn't need to be a storyline. There's just some blended families. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Because yeah. he's, ado- he's adopted. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know if I've ever really seen a story being told of someone who's adopted where that wasn't the whole thing. Yep. Where it wasn't just a blended family and you figured it out. Yep. Like a throwaway line. Four episodes in, and then we well, forget when you about adopted it. Adopted me, like blah blah blah, and then it's done. Done, yeah. And because people will look at that and be like, "Explain yourself." Yeah, and it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. I and then like, yeah, it's just biracial families. I feel like you don't really see, yeah, or you do see, and it's like that's that's the that's whole the thing. gag. It's like, <gasps> did you see that Honey Nut Cheerios commercial yes. with the mixed family? Yes. What? what? Bra- yeah. so, hashtag so brave. You know what I mean? Where it's like, wh- um, very okay, serious, very brave. Okay, like, why can't it just be though? Yeah, I don't know. And it's, and then I was on a podcast and, um, God, I'm blanking on her name. She's like a YouTube person. But she said, she was like, I just want to see a movie mm-hmm. where Kim and Karen love each other. It's a rom com. No one has to come out. Yeah. One's a doctor, one's a. A truck driver? I don't mm-hmm. know. And they... <laughs> yeah. And they're it's just a rom-com. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Every... We are like, so far behind, though. Every queer That's like... movie I'm thinking of has some sort of secret mm-hmm. gayness or coming out gayness. Yeah. And I was like, why? I've never... I don't think I've ever really seen a storyline where a character goes... Well, yeah. I mean, I don't want to tell my ex boyfriend about my ex girlfriend. Like, I yeah. like I I've never really seen like you don't see like re like it's getting a little bit better, but then like I don't. It's not. It's not like it's not, not every LGBT movie needs to or LGBTQ. I don't want to leave people out. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a Moonlight. I love yes, Moonlight. Yes, yes, yes. But like, we don't need every movie to be like. Like, like, just heavy and like, yeah. What? Because also, there's Moonlight, and then the complete opposite of Moonlight mm-hmm. is Love Simon. <laughs> yeah, I haven't. I need to. I should. Okay, so Love with Love Simon, it's interesting because first, as a gay man, I'm like thirsty for content. Mm-hmm. I'm like, tell my story, please, <laughs> please. And so, Love Love Simon came out, and I was like, oh, huh, Love Simon came out, lol. Uh, mm. I was like, okay, great. Okay, here's. I'm gonna watch this. I'm gonna see how it is, and within. I would say minutes of watching it. I'm like, this is written by a straight white woman. I could mm-hmm. tell. And I was like, well, okay, watch. Because it it's a story about us, uh-huh. but it does not feel like it's coming uh-huh. from us. And sure enough, it was written by a very nice white straight woman. And I'm like, huh, I have interesting. Such a huge problem with that. It's interesting. I I feel like it resonated with a lot of people because it was closer to their story yes. than it than has been told. Right. And then like Moonlight to me 
I did not identify with much in that movie, mm-hmm. but I loved it. Yeah. And I cried. And then you see Barry Jenkins and you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Yeah, that that's a story that you that might be yours or yeah. like close to your heart or someone you know, and I buy it and I believe it. Yeah. But I just watched this movie that is coming out. It's not out yet, but it is a movie about a photographer who is gay who whose work was considered pornographic. I don't know if I can say his name because I don't know if the movie's out yet. Uh-huh. But I was watching it and I was like, whoa. For this man to be so heavy in the gay community and gay culture and porno- pornographic images yeah. and at the forefront of like AIDS and mm. death in New York in the 80s, I was like, there was no graphic sex. Yeah. And I was like, this movie should have had a lot of graphic uh-huh. sex. He's essentially a photographer who's also a pornographer who has a lot of sex. We didn't show and it. No, none it of that was very came sanitized. Through. Yeah, and then they very briefly mentioned mm-hmm. the AIDS crisis, and I was like, "This is your story." Oh my I don't God. need to see any of how he came out and became what he. I want to see the hit me with I'm the not real like, stuff. I'm not like give me sex, but I was like, no, hit me with "This the was real such stuff. a heavy part of this man's yeah. life." And then the AIDS crisis in the '80s, like. There have been very few movies who have really gotten into mm-hmm. how devastating that was and how our government just let people die yeah. because they're disgusting. They ignored it, yeah. You know, and he's a white man, so he comes from some sort of privilege yes. in that where, like, he was still sleeping around with people maybe when he shouldn't have been, but, like, you know, maybe people didn't think he was sick because he was white and a lot of, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. And I was like, I bet you a woman wrote this. I bet you a woman wrote and? this who doesn't understand gay men. And yes, a uh, nice. Hold on, let me let me just confirm that before I go out here lying. <laughs> but we don't know shit. what the movie is. We don't know what the movie is. Uh, but I was like, oh wow, it's so weird. Also, like th- there's that like um, uh, Freddie Mercury movie that's gonna come out, and that's a straight white man. Well, I, believe, I mean, doing it's just that. like God. It's a tale as old as time, honestly. But like. If they don't talk about him being gay, yeah. and I mean gay, yeah. and they don't show sex scenes, and they don't show the AIDS epidemic, like, because I think the movie is about them writing Bohemian Rhapsody, uh-huh. which I'm like, okay, you cheating though, because like, <laughs> you, if you're gonna tell me a Freddie Mercury story, you gotta tell me the whole story. You can't just tell me about that one song that he sang, and then he's like, oh yeah, by the way, he's gay and he died of AIDS. Bye. Yeah, I was right. It's a white lady. Yeah. Well, you know. Ugh. Uh, yeah, I don't. I think it's really interesting that like, like Freddie Mercury was very, very gay, like very, pretty, pretty overtly gay, right? Very. Like I don't think he talked about it a lot. But I mean, but, you like, knew you the knew. whole. It's like it's like when Boy George didn't talk about his homosexuality, yeah. but you're like, nah, oh, you gay? Yeah, you fish, girl. <laughs> <laughs> you fish. Um, do you think being well? Yeah, you've said it. Being a person of color, and you've recently lost some weight. Yes. Have I? Yes, okay, right? cute. Yes. I don't know. Girl, I my way, like I have. have no idea. It goes up, down, all around. It's been insane. All right. This well, whole story. Yeah. We this... don't have to talk about that. But Well, okay. no. I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess. Uh, yeah, I just like my weight has been an issue. I mean, actually, if you remember a long time ago, Mono and I did a pilot 
podcast for Our Bodies Are Weird, which you were a yes! guest on. And, and we it talked never about, went anywhere. It never went anywhere. Um, hopefully we'll revive that uh, in the future. But like, we're just talking about our bodies and like, mm-hmm. Just body issues that we've had, you know. I used to be a dancer a long time ago, mm-hmm. and like, of course, body image issues like plagued my entire yes. life. And now I'm sort of just like freed from it. But I don't. In a, living in LA, I don't feel like I've gotten a complete just handle on my body. Mm-hmm. You know, in New well, York, LA I was like, fucking... it's just weird for make me. You feel some type of way for me too. Yeah. I walk around and I see these people. With incredible bodies who work hard for their bodies. Yes. And I <laughs> am not willing to do that work. I am the opposite of every person I've ever met. Yeah. I got on TV and gained weight. <laughs> Any other person you see on television gets, gets so something and then they lose skinny. so much weight. Yeah. And I said, no, I got money to hey. eat now. <laughs> I was poor for very, like, just truly... Mm-hmm. I used to steal from Christides. Girl. I would steal pizza. What I would do is there's this pizza <gasps> place where, well, you know, you order your slices. Yeah. So there was this pizza place by where I used to live where it was like a pretty long uh, display of pizza. So mm-hmm. you would order at the end. Wait, wait, wait. Get your pizza maybe midway through. Wait, 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 wait. Pay. <gasps> so as I was waiting, I was f- housing. <laughs> housing a slice. And then sometimes I would eat it really, really fast, like turn my back and like fucking slam it. Wow. And then be like, oh, you only gave me one slice. And then they would give me another one. And I was just like, well, I like, this is how I get food. I'm hungry. Isn't it so funny? The crazy shit we do to just survive. Yeah. I mean, bitch, I was dumpster diving. Yeah. When shit got down. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, living in New York is rough. It is. Is rough. A lot of my furniture was street furniture until Hell yeah. bed bugs got to be too bad. Oh, God. Ugh. Ugh. And like, you know, we, in my first apartment, we had a massage chair mm. that was our kitchen table <laughs> for about three years. It was just in the kitchen and we would eat around it. Yeah. Because I was like, I don't know, how much is a fucking table? Yeah. And the answer we, is this, too much. Too much. We need it free. Yeah. Our TV was on a suitcase yeah. for three or four months before mm-hmm. we got a stupid little stand that we got from the street. Our TV was like a fucking tube TV that was like 150 pounds. <laughs> it was, our apartment was disgusting. My mattress was like on the yeah. floor. I slept on futons. Girl, it's been a journey. Yes. And sometimes I look at my house and I'm just like, I don't even know. Yeah. Someone could take all this away from me and mm. I could be poor again. Girl. But I can't be because I bought a house in a great area of Los Angeles <laughs> that I will never lose money on. And that was <laughs> half of my thinking. Everyone's like, uh, Highland Park's coming up. And I was like, but will Highland Park be, be up a ra- <laughs> when if I have to sell? <laughs> the crazy shit that you have to think about. Yeah, now. man. I, I never dumpster dove, but I did eat off people's plates when I waitressed. Because mm. yes, oh, they gave me food and I would get fed for free, but I would take that home yeah. if I wasn't working the next day. You know. Also, there was days where I was like, all right, either I walk 50 blocks to go like, meet up with a friend or I just stay at home because I don't have the $2. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that, man, I, as a 30-year-old person now, or 32, 33, <laughs> 
30s, 30s. As a 75-year-old woman, (laughs) I can't fathom Mm -hmm. living like that again. It's tough. You worked super hard to get where you are now. (gasps) And here's the thing, Nicole, I've known you for a minute. Mm -hmm. And... I first of all, you you shiny as fuck. You've always yeah. been shiny. You've always been yeah, shiny. Yeah, you know me from like when I started. started. Yes, Just yeah. Comedy in general. But you've always been shiny. You oh, know. Thank you. And you shiny the, as fuck the, too. The thing that I truly admire about you, I I may have said this to you before, but I'm telling you so the public will hear. Oh. Let it be known. Let the record show that you worked so oh. hard. To just be heard. Thank That's you. All. Because you were always funny. You were always talented. You were always special. And all you needed was for people to hear what you had to say. <clears throat> and <clears throat> I'm going to tell you right now, back in the day, mm-hmm. people were not ready to listen. No, they weren't. Because only one voice was being heard, and it was the straight white male. Uh, yeah. Especially in what we were doing at the time. Yep. Improv is a very... You know, and it was white male environment. But you know what? You and the doppelganger girls, you made a space that was like, no, now you listen to us and people listened. And I mean, you should be so proud of yourself, girl. Oh, thank you. Because your journey is rough and you (laughs) made it. You made it the other. You made it the other side. You know what I mean. Thank you. You special girl. I love you so much. Oh, you know that. Oscar! You know that. Thank you. Know that. you. Those were the days. Mm-hmm. I I can explain doppelganger to people who don't know what Oscar's talking about. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I was in a three lady improv group. It was me, Sashir Zameda, and Keisha Zoller, mm. who uh, is works behind the scenes a lot. She's on that show, The Opposition. She's a, she's with a goddess. Klepper. I love her. Beautiful, funny, amazing. Um, and we were improvising at UCB, and we auditioned for Herald Night, their house teams, and the three of us didn't get on. And we had been performing yeah. at that point. So then we were just like, oh, well, we could just just keep performing. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter. Who cares? We don't need that. And then we started doing cage matches the show at UCB, and then we started winning, mm-hmm. which was like a very rare thing for like a non-house team to win. Yeah. And I think we won for like eight weeks, and then the theater rewarded us. They gave us a show, uh, like a weekly show, which was like really awesome. And yeah, it was just, it was like hard. It was like, it, it, yeah. was, it was just like, yeah, well, and then we like thought about not doing it because we're like, what if nobody votes for us? Mm-hmm. You know, we're like going up against, I can't even remember, Oh, I think Sandino may have been, which was like a house team at the time. It was like a bunch of favorites of the theater. We were like, oh, I think we're going up against them and no one's going to vote for us. Yeah, it was just like a lot of things where, and then we did feel like some people in the community were coming out just to vote against us. Mm -hmm. And we were like this, and people will tell me, like people have told me otherwise. And I was like, it's not the feeling you get. Yep. And you when know. you win mm-hmm. and you watch, you know, Ted in the back <laughs> that fucking with a Ted. frown on his face. That fucking Ted again. Ted is My bad. God. Ted is an asshole. <laughs> and it was just like, it was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I see what's happening here. And it does seem like it's a black white thing. Yeah. 
And I'm tired of white people being like, it's not always about race. I'm like, a lot of it is. But a lot of it is. And it, it might not be for you because yes. you ignore it. Yes. But I can't. I can't. I can't take the, you know, Rachel Dolls off. She gets to <laughs> be black when she wants. Yes. But there's no way Tyrone uh-uh. could be, I identify <laughs> as white. It doesn't happen. I, not, if yeah, I started walking work around saying I identify as white, mm-hmm. people would look at me like I was insane. Like, oh, baby. Okay. Like, imagine. Oh, baby. Oscar, imagine you saw me tomorrow <laughs> and I have white no. peach paint Girl. on my arms and a cover girl full <laughs> face of makeup because you know they don't make my color. So even if I use the darkest color, I'd be a white uh. face. And I said, Oscar, I now identify as a Caucasian. <laughs> you would be like, Nicole's lost her mind. I, mean, I, I need to I need to contact but the Rachel authorities. But Rachel gets a Netflix special. She does. She does. That's privilege. We hated her and that turned into success for her. I mean, it's wild. Listen. Really strange. Barely talked about dating. Listen, but you know what? <laughs> it got racial. It did. And I like it. Oh, wait, let me ask a question. Yeah. Why won't you date me? <laughs> Why won't I date you? Because mm-hmm. I like men. <laughs> but putting that aside, mm-hmm. here's the thing too. Uh, here's a little fun, stupid story about me. I came out when I was 17 years old. Wow. I've always knew that I was gay, but I never knew that I liked men, if that makes any sense at all. Yeah, sure. You knew that you didn't like women. You didn't like what we were serving. Yeah, well, I was like, I was like, I'm different. I'm weird. Mm-hmm. I, I always knew I was queer in that sense of like, I mm-hmm. don't fit the normal. So I was also like a dancer. So like that has a, you know, I was very much mm-hmm. that. But also I was like, I've never slept with a man before. Like, I don't know if I like it. Mm-hmm. I was scared of it for a long time. And even while I was gay out, I mean, telling everybody mm-hmm. and their mom that I was fucking g- g- gay, <laughs> I was dating women, Nicole. Oh. I was dating women. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I Looking back, I was like, why, why was I living that fantasy? Like, why? And a lot of it was fear. Fear uh-huh. of like dating people that I was actually attracted to. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a sense of comfort dating women um, because women always liked me. Even to this day, women, yes. like, you know, I'm, I mean, there's no question, I'm gay as fuck. Mm-hmm. But still, women will come up to me and be like, I'm attracted to you, I have feelings for you. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, damn, am I the Pied Piper of pussy? Like, <laughs> I can't, I don't want it. I don't well, want this flute. I think it might be because... Women feel safe around you. I think so, yeah. You are a kind, funny, just like warm person. Like you walk into a room and you just bring this warmth with you. So I feel like women feel that and then they go, and he's a man. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, well, maybe, maybe this time. Maybe this time I'll be lucky. Maybe this time he'll stay and he'll... Fuck me? I I think it's like a delusion <laughs> yeah. when you walk into it. Yeah. You, and then also you aren't super, uh, this might come off, off, you're not super effeminate in uh, the yeah, way you that. carry yourself yeah, 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 yeah. and in the way you dress. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. kind of dress like a fun, hip. Yeah. Not, I don't want to say like you dress like a fun, hip, straight man, but you you don't. It's not like uh, I'm not. I, yeah, I get it. I'm not like presenting. Yes. 
um, Super, homosexuality. Yes. I get it. I mean, yeah, for and sure. And I think that's also confusing where you're like, well, yeah. he is wearing, you know, like a baseball cap. Right, yeah. And, and I mean, there are dinosaur tattoos. There's, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, maybe it's maybe it's not gay. Maybe it's very hipster. He's got, he's got a Medusa tattoo. Yeah, I and think. And I mean, I guess. Yeah, I, I feel that. I feel that. Um, however, I will say back to why don't why won't I, yeah. Oscar Montoya, date Nicole Byer, is because I've, you know, I'm I'm not straight. But I will say this. Mm, 15 years ago, I would have definitely dated you. Yeah. Because you are, you would be the perfect type of woman I would have fallen for. Uh. Someone who's an extrovert, someone who is just po- like a positive human being, fun, funny, like, Alive. Oh, <laughs> I can't say that about a lot you. of people. Alive, like I know what you mean. Sometimes you talk to people and you're like, "Where's the happiness?" No, you dead. You got Where's no pulse, baby. You're you so... done. You're done. You're done. Yeah. I mean, that's surprisingly the huge of amount people. of people, especially in the comedy community. I'm like, yeah, wait, we're... you're boring. What yes. the hell? And you're how are you funny and boring? How does that? There's a lot of boring, fit? funny people who are in relationships, and I'm like, they all stare at Nicole. Each other. They are all in relationship. Well, here's here's what I'll say too. The gender role in the heterosexual homosexual thing is so wild to me because I do think that women are very forgiving about men. Oh, the yeah. most the hottest women will yes. go for the most the fuck men yes. I've ever seen in my yeah. life. Like how is this acceptable? And I, you know, it's like you got it's the king of queens syndrome, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like that king of queens what's his name? Uh, Kevin Queen. James. Kevin James you is. You better believe he got a Netflix special. Don't never give up. How is that possible? Girl. Meanwhile, like Girl. the most gorgeous, fun women have to struggle to find any sort of half dead fish I mean, to hook up with. How is that possible? It's wild. Straight man, you need to take care of your woman a lot better. Straight they taking care of you. You need to get pedicures and manicures. <laughs> Straight man, you gotta open up a fucking magazine and buy some outfits. Straight, Straight man, man, you just gotta try. That's all. But that's the fucked up thing. They don't try and they no. still get it. Yes. They don't try and they still get I've it. I've seen literal dumpsters with like uh, women. Dumpsters with baseball caps. And I, I'll tell you something. I want to move to Portland because I've seen some real trash bag women with some hot mm. men. Oh, is that where the rules change? Yes, the rules are all okay. fucked up in Portland. I'm telling you, Portland is a mecca for, I mean, my kind of guys, they yes. all live They all yes. live in Portland. Yes. As a matter of fact, two men that I dated who are now married to each other oh. live in Portland, Oregon. <laughs> I mean, I love Portland. Portland's a curious place, though. Yes. Portland was founded as a mecca for the KKK up north. Wait, hold up, what? Yeah, it was... Portland was founded, again, I might be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure Portland was founded as a white utopia. What the? Let me look this up. Damn, ain't that a gay. (laughs) I'm like 99% sure it was founded as a white utopia, and also their housing rules are very fucked up. Oh, interesting. Um, Also, here's a weird thing. My friend, one of my dear, dear friends, uh... Tessie, her husband Stephen owns a bar called Church. You should go to it. It's very good if you're in Portland. Uh, she, he also owns another one called something else. And <laughs> you have to serve food until you close in Portland at a bar. No way. Yeah. Oh, that's my I kind of place. I think in Portland they think food sobers you up to like drive home. <laughs> and I'm like, Portland, no, that's not right. <laughs> we 
should wrap up though. We've no, been talking I don't want forever. To. Hold on, let me look up if it's a white mecca. Wait, Nicole, <gasps> I have a question for you. Please. Um, r- ethnic wise, what demographic do you typically go for? I used to. Oh, okay. The first thing I found was the racist history of Portland, the whitest city in America. Okay, there we go. So Period. Case I closed. Am right. Case uh, closed. Ding ding. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. I used to go for white men, mm-hmm. uh, and I have mentioned it before on the podcast because uh, growing up, black men would ask me why I spoke the way I spoke, mm. and if I thought I was better than them, and they would call me an Oreo. And I had like a very fleeting relationship with a man from Brooklyn who was black, who was also like an active gang member. (gasps) And and I kept being like, can I like be a groupie? Like, can I like hang out with you and your friends? And he's like, no, it's too dangerous. And he like. (laughs) You will get killed. Yeah, he was like, you get killed. And I was like, can I just like get jumped in? (laughs) And he's like, no, Nicole. He's like, like, you wouldn't fit in in the gang. Oh, damn, okay, (laughs) shit. And uh, he would would routinely, he would just be like, why do you talk the way you talk? Mm. And I was like, oh, I don't need to justify my blackness to anybody Mm -hmm. so then I like shied away from black men Mm -hmm. because I just didn't want I didn't want to have to be like oh I'm I am black or like code switch or talk a certain way for them to be like oh okay she's cool or whatever um and then I was like white men that's I'd rather be called exotic than not black enough Uh uh-huh because (laughs) like to for someone to go you're not black enough when your skin is I'm like dark. I'm dark. a dark yeah. skinned woman. And to like look down and be like, but how am I not black enough? <laughs> yeah. It's like, I, I'm aware of it. Yeah. Like I can't, I yeah. don't get it. <laughs> and lately I have been like, no, I want to be with a black man. Mm. I just got to find the black man who's right for me because white people keep saying wild things. Mm. And then I feel like, not all white people, right? But like sometimes you talk to a white person to a point where you're like, "Oh, here's where it is. Here's the tea. Oh my gosh. Here is why you here's dig like, deep enough, and you'll yeah, find something. Yeah, like there's ugly. a lot of like yeah. uh, misogyny and entitlement mm-hmm. and things that I was like, "Oh, I didn't know about that." Yeah. But also, I'm to the point where men are evil and they're bad. <laughs> All of them. Every single last man is a bad man. And I don't, I don't disagree think with I that. want it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, obviously, I'm kidding, but I'm not. <laughs> They're all bad. And then I'm like, well, maybe I date a woman. Mm-hmm. But on an app, I don't, I can't get to her. You know what ah, I'm saying? Ah. Because I'm attracted to a woman when I speak to her and I feel something. Mm-hmm. Whereas like a man I can look at and be like, eh, you look like a dumpster. Eh, maybe you look right, okay. Right. And I, women is different it's because different. like, I feel like she could look cool, but then you start talking to her and she's like, oh my God. <laughs> You're like, ooh, you don't shut up, girl. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then I do like a little bit of, I like masculine women. Yeah. I like oh. the little masculine energy going yeah. on. Uh. Yeah, like a like a boy, yeah. the eye, if you will. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, and then like I would also date like a trans either mm-hmm. way. I don't, I don't mind. Like genitalia isn't a problem. for Yes, me. yeah, it's it's I don't not everything. Fucking care. Yeah, I say I want a big dick. We can go shopping for a big dick. 
I ding ding ding. I'm just at this point at 78 years old and just <laughs> looking for. I think I'm looking for an emotional connection. Connection, at this point. yes. And yes. honestly, the longer I do the podcast, the more I'm like, yes, an emotional connection. I won't. I would. I would like a partner. I would yeah. like. I would like someone. You ready to settle down? I think I am. Yeah. I don't want no kids though. Me neither. Yeah, Fuck gross. Em. Kids are gross. You don't like kids. Uh, you really don't like kids. I mean, they're disgusting. <laughs> also, kids. But you did work with kids, yes. I was a nanny for years. Yeah. I mean, me too. And that's why I will never have this children. This is the best birth control I've ever had. <laughs> taking care of somebody else's little snot nosed dummy. <laughs> Ugh, kids are so Do you stupid. still talk to that kid? No, but I do miss him. Yeah. There's one kid that I nannied, Gus, that I like. Ugh, what a dream. Yeah. I had him from birth to about two or like one and a half ish. Oh my God, that's so young. Yes. Well, what happened was I was in an improv class with his dad and I was like, I'm unemployed. I'll probably still be unemployed when that baby's born. <laughs> Turns out, when you don't try, you don't get a job. <laughs> so he was like, yeah, I trust you. And I like went over there. I think he was like 10 days old. Mm-hmm. His mom put him, put him in my arms and he was like kind of fussing. And then he just kind of like looked at me and fell asleep. And I was like, oh Uh-oh. boy, yeah. this is meant to be. And it truly, it was. Yeah. He had a big head so he couldn't crawl early. <laughs> oh my so God. So I would put him in this donut and he would look at me and I go, all right, Gus, this is what happened today. I think I met a man. Like, and he just had to listen to me. So I talked oh to him my a lot. Gosh. So then he learned how to talk pretty early because I talked to him so yeah. much. Because uh, I'm pretty, I, I'll just talk. <laughs> and um, he, when he found out farts were funny, that was a good time. Oh, my god! We were sitting on the front stoop because I would walk around with him outside. And he was like drinking his bottle. And he was like, toot. And I went, huh. <laughs> and then he went, huh. And then we're like, huh. And then we're like, <laughs> so stupid. My favorite thing to do with him was take him to Whole Foods, push him around, make a just hold my phone in my ear and be like, Carl, everybody thinks he's adopted. <laughs> Nobody thinks he's mine. Everyone thinks I'm the nanny. Why did we adopt a white baby? I just, <laughs> and then like people would just be like, oh, oh my gosh. And then once I did it at uh, not the Whole Foods, because I did it only like three times at Whole Foods before, I was uh-huh. like, people will catch on to this. <laughs> we were in, um, I think I took him to Mandy's. There's some Mandy's. Mandy's with the two E's at the end? Yeah, I'm like 96 in Broadway. It's Girl. probably closed now. <laughs> we were in Mandy's in this, and I did it in there. And this woman was like, I knew that was your baby. <laughs> I, I see knew. you. I see you. I see you, and I, I know you. he's yours. <laughs> and I was like, twentieth at the time. Like I was just like, a twenty-year-old or twenty-two-year-old woman. Screw, yeah, twenty-two, screaming about people not thinking her baby is hers. Come on, obviously she's a babysitter. Obviously. All right. Do what happened now, with Gus now? What? He lives in. He lives in the Bay Area. How I old think. is he now? <laughs> Um, probably, let's see, my dad died in 08, that's when I started doing improv, I probably started babysitting him at 2009 or 2010-ish, so he's like seven or eight. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh god, he's still a kid. Yeah, he's a little boy. Oh. I haven't seen him in years. Oh. Once he pointed to an O magazine and went, you? Just, <laughs> God, nah, buddy. Kids say the nah, darnest thing. Buddy, I ain't Oprah. <laughs> if I was Oprah, I wouldn't be, be here. here. 
Oscar, do you have anything you want to promote? Because we could talk for hours. We really could. I don't think Marissa would be happy about that. She said, I want to go home. I don't like this. (laughs) Um, I have a podcast. Um, Listen to it. It's called Inside the Disney Vault. Uh, I'm on a mission to watch every single Disney animated movie in chronological order and talk about it. There is a segment that I do in the podcast where I I have a lot of tattoos on my body mm-hmm. and I pick a random thing from a movie and I say I want to put it in my body and I've done it to I actually have one tattoo from a movie and it's from Song of the South which is hilarious. But I really So wait, it. you've Disney tattoos? I have one Disney tattoo and it's from Song of the South. I love it. Yeah, and it's this beautiful lace collar over here on yes, my brachiosaur. Um, anyway, so yeah, check it out. Inside the Disney Vault. It's really fun. It's really great. Um, I gotta have you on, Nicole. Please! Uh, but I'll wait for a really fucking stunner of a movie. Please! Because a lot of what these are, are trash! Up to? <laughs> we're up to Chicken Little right now. Chicken Little? Oh, yeah. so you're pretty far. Oh, we're deep. real far. Yeah. What's after Chicken Run? Chicken Chicken Little. Oh, what's Chicken, chicken Run little? is that stop motion animation. <laughs> Wrong Wait, chicken movie, when girl. Was chicken little? When did that come out? <laughs> chicken Little was with Zach Braff, and that came out in like 2004. Okay, so you are far. Yeah. Yeah, what so we're- Chicken Run? Chicken Run is a stop motion animation movie with uh, Mel Gibson as the voice of the main character. Boo! Yes, and we've come full circle. I'm on a quest to ruin his career. Yeah, well- I talk about it in my hour of stand-up how bad he is. Good luck, I'm girl. on a quest. I hate him. Okay, if you liked Why Won't You Date Me, you gotta... (laughs) You gotta subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, If you read or if you leave a review where you say something nasty, uh, I will read it. This is from... I screenshotted... Oh, this is from Jim. Jim said... Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens and orally pleasuring a woman are a few of my favorite things. I just want to go down on you and make you come. <gasps> nothing more, nothing less. I am clean, respectful, discreet, and sane. I disagree with that last one. <laughs> <laughs> How are you going to start a, a, a review or like just a letter <laughs> referencing the sound of music? I don't know, but I almost was like, maybe I message this person back. Are you going to? No. No, leave it alone, girl. Leave it alone. No. I leave him alone. All right, Oscar. Thank you so much for being here. I love you. I love you. And I can't wait to do the next iteration. I will be at next UCB Drag Race, or I'll be at the third one. I don't remember. (laughs) She'll be inside. She is a co-host. I do a great thing where I go, I'm coming. And then I go, actually, I'm not. I'm really trying to grapple with overworking myself and... And over promising. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Bye bye. <laughs>making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day eggs are a staple in our diets eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs containing more vitamins and 25 percent less saturated fat not only are they better for you but eggland's best eggs taste better too there's a reason that they're america's number one eggs 
Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. 